and on video. We are where you are. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe is here now. Monday morning coming down here on the Watchdog Morning Show, 844, almost 845, a quarter till the hour. Coming up after 9 o'clock, we'll talk with Ben Seidler, Wheeling Councilman, who um, talked about managed camps for the homeless at a recent council meeting and who also spoke up and said that he thinks that uh, the homeless advocacy groups sometimes are monetizing this whole homeless situation. Uh, a lot of flack for that. Uh, big newspaper article with a lot of the homeless groups saying that's not true uh, in the week over the weekend. Ben's with us next hour to talk about that and uh, in general our conversation about what to do about the homeless here in Wheeling uh, continues. Later this week, you know, I've been saying there are three approaches to this, Bob. I think we have to. I think we have to deal with the safety issue. We have to deal with the, the, the you know, the guy walking around with machetes. we got to deal with the, the people from camps that are uh, harassing, if that's the right word, citizens. We can't have that going on. That's got to stop. Uh, I've been trying to focus on panhandling as well. I think that is an irritant more than a safety issue, but I think it bugs a lot of people, and we sh- there are things that could be done about that. And we have to recognize that there is a problem that some people have are homeless by no means of their own, and we've got to recognize it as a social issue. But I got a, uh, a text from uh, actually a friend of mine this week who said, nobody is talking about why are the people homeless to begin with. Nobody's talking about what are the causes of all of this, and maybe we should talk more about that. And instead of just giving them services or restricting their movements or no panhandling, maybe we should try and figure out how can we – not have so many homeless people to begin with. It was something to think about. I'm going to talk about that. Uh, hopefully, got a guest coming in later this week if we have a chance to talk about that. Uh, it's uh, just about freezing, 32 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 31 at the Highlands, 31 in Elm Grove, 33 here at the Robinson Otter Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. We still have uh, a frosty morning in store. Freeze warning kicks in, is in effect until around 9, 30, 10 o'clock or so. Uh, but when it's done, a sunny day, a high around 60. Tomorrow, sunny, a high around 70. Mid-70s for the rest of the week until we get some rain over the weekend. So all in all, um, we've, we've got, it's got like we're, we're in winter right now and then springtime tomorrow. I wonder if this is possible, if it's ever been done before, Howard, that out of the 12-month calendar, you would have at least one day in each month where it would be 70 degrees. That's a good question. Or or warmer. I think I, I don't think that would be out of the question. I don't think it is either. I mean, I, it would be a good question. I, January I, might be a little tough. I would say December and January, and, and I don't recall December or January, but as you point out, in February of last year, we had... 80. It we, hit 80. We had not just warm weather, but hot weather in February. So, you know, January, December, January, probably somewhere we've hit that. I, I, that's a good point. I think I just – the weather guys and gals try and figure it out. I just throw up my hands and go, I don't know. I, I don't know. Let's go to Adam with the wacky weather. It's it, you know, and they do their best, and I don't, I'm, not, I'm not one of these ones who jump on the – you know, it's just – it's hard to predict anymore. 
Weather patterns used to be very predictable. You used to be able to, it's kind of like politics, which is more my bailiwick. I used to be able to figure things out. Okay, I can see this person's going to do that. There's going to be a reaction over here, and I can see what's going to happen. I can't figure it out anymore. Politics is such a mess, so screwed up. I go, I don't know. I don't know. Who's going to win the Senate race? I don't know. Can, I went back and listened to the interview with Senator Manchin that we did on Friday. I, it was interesting. I, 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 I caught it at the time, but listening in retrospect, how quickly when I said to him, can you beat Jim Justice? There wasn't a one-second pause. Oh, oh abso- yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was like, oh, absolutely. I mean, he just jumped right in there with that right away. Again, Howard, I just see it different. When they go heads up, if, if that is the way that it shakes out, and they're heads up, two West Virginians, I give advantage Mansion because I, I know he's made a lot of people mad, but he's going to be able to pull, point the finger more than anybody else in this state, and he's just going to say, look, I did that. I never had those problems. You know? I think you're right, and, and I, I've said this before, but I say it even more after talking to him here on the show Friday. I am reminded of, I don't know what word I want to use, charismatic. That's not quite right. Joe Manchin can pull this off. I thought he had a little swagger to him on Again, Friday. Just that that one specific, do you think you can beat Jim Justice? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it was like, no no question about it. There is a question about it. But it, but that the way he responded was, boom. And did you hear some of the things? Again, I didn't catch all this. Sometimes when I'm doing them live, I don't get it. Went back and listened. His next thing, he goes, you know, you have to do a lot of work in Washington. you got to be going up and down the aisles, and, you know, you have lots of meetings. He's, what's he basically saying? Jim Justice doesn't work very hard. That's it, exactly. And um, so I, 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 there is this perception among the, the chattering class, as they say, especially the national level, that, oh, Joe Manchin can't make it. It's blood red West Virginia. Jim Joss's 72% approval rating. Oh, Manchin, he can't. Nope. I'm telling you, do not count Joe Manchin out. The other thing that I that he said that was interesting, and I believe he said it twice, <clears throat> he talked about, uh, you know, possibly running again as uh, the senator from West Virginia, or he mentioned this national tour it was interesting the way he phrased that he never said the word president he never said presidential but he said national tour maybe i could do more help on a national tour at least twice he used that phrase and i think he was referring to that third uh no labels third party presidential candidacy but he didn't that's not the way he phrased it at all two times he said uh, you know i could run for uh re-election i could run as a democrat or independent or I could retire. He did say that. Or I could uh, go on a national tour and try to promote bipartisanship. National tour. Interesting way of phrasing What's that it. pay, Howard? Yeah, what does the national tour pay? <laughs> so, um, but anyways, I think you, you're, the point you made, I, I, I've kind of felt this before, but after talking to Senator Manchin uh, personally on Friday, I, listen, do, do, you can't count him out. You cannot count him out. If he's going to run for re-election, and I believe him when he says he doesn't yet know, he said he and his family will talk about it over Thanksgiving and he'll make up his mind, their mind. Um, if he decides to run for re-election, independent or Democrat, I, if Jim Justice thinks he's going to roll to victory, I think Jim Justice will roll to victory over Alex Mooney. 
You know, in the primary, Mooney, you know, Mooney just doesn't have it. Manchin's a different story. Now, I know a lot of you are going to tell me I'm wrong. A lot of you are going to say, well, you don't understand. In this state, we don't like Manchin anymore. I understand. I get that. But I'm telling you, Joe Manchin is Joe Manchin. Is Joe Manchin. I believe it will all come down to how much juice Donald Trump has a year from now. That's good because point. if he has juice and that wave starts up in West Virginia again, then, then Jim Justice is going to benefit from that. That's a good point. Um, I don't think he will have juice a year. I, I don't think he'll have any more juice now than he has then. I think this whole thing will still be under a giant cloud. But, yeah, it, I mean, if Trump – yes, you're right. I, 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 I'll just repeat your phrase. If, if, if Trump has, you know, juice um, – Boy, speaking of which, I could use some orange juice. No, that's no, no, no. My mind went to a different place. Uh, yeah, I, that that's that's you know, it's. I guess all I guess the bottom line of this is it's still going to be an interesting race. Uh, there's not going to be a walk away by anybody, and I would love to see purely as a talk show host, a political observer, I would love to see Mansion and Justice go at it. I think it would be a tooth and nail kind of fight. Uh, and I do I think Manchin can win that? Yes. Do I think Justice could win that? Yes. But I think it would be uh, one heck of a battle. And again, don't, don't count Joe Manchin out. Senator, I'm just wondering, do you think you could beat Jim Justice? Oh, absolutely. And then basically, you know, he doesn't work very hard. <laughs> and he went on to contrast himself. to He said, you know, when I was in the governor's mansion, I was constantly working, constantly holding meetings. I was constantly going up and down the halls, talking to people, traveling around the state. Uh, and Washington is even harder. That's what he said. And he didn't say, but he, what he left unsaid was, how's J.J. doing about all this kind of stuff? And he could have said, hell, he might not even own the Greenbrier this time next year. Well, there, there is that as well. And there's another story which I was hoping to talk about today, and uh, Steve Adams was busy today, so couldn't do, join it. Steve did two stories last week. There are two occasions in the past week where the state of West Virginia has signed some big contracts with companies to do certain things, and nobody caught the fact that as a side part of those contracts, Jim Justice's companies are making money. It's a conflict of interest, it seems to be. Stephen wrote about it in the Ogden Papers, two separate incidents. He wrote about them last week. I invited him to come on this morning, but he has some other commitments today, so... Maybe later this week we'll do that. Hey, it's 855, 5 before the hour. Watchdog Morning Show underway. Welcome to Monday. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. With the weather changing, now's a great time to head on into your local Toyota dealer, where legendary performance and reliability go hand in hand. Check out a sporty Camry with available all-wheel drive and Toyota Safety Sense, or the spacious RAV4, turning heads with amazing fuel efficiency. And now, explore Toyota like never before, with hybrids, plug-in hybrids, and full electric options. Visit buyatoyota.com today. Offers end October 31st.
Toyota. Let's go places. Keep up with the ever-changing world of sports all night long. Sports Map Radio is on the watchdog. FM 98.1 AM 1600. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's health care demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care right here at home. Developing new and exclusive services. Recruiting top surgeons. We embody the mountaineer spirit. Building upon strong traditions. Pioneering medical care. Moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital. Delivering the right care. Right place right time he has his say you can have yours text us or call us and join the conversation this is the watchdog morning show with howard monroe brought to you by wvu medicine monday monday so good to me monday morning it was all it's about three minutes till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show, ABC at the top of the hour. Ben Seidler, Wheeling Councilman, joining us in the next hour of the show. And again, a reminder, looking ahead to tomorrow, in addition to our national correspondent, Tom Scateri, who's here every Tuesday, and all the international and political news uh, from TV7, Brenda Danehart and some other of the TV7 team are going to be here. And we're going to talk about 70 years of WTRF-TV. And I would love to have your memories, your thoughts. Many of you, as I did, as Bob did, grew up watching Channel 7. It was, you know, Bob, it really was... I don't know what the word to use, an honor, a privilege, but almost a, just a shock when I went to work for Channel 7 because this, the, this is the place that I grew up with. And I was there when there were still some of the old-timers left. Steve Major was still there. Mark, I'm working with Mark Davis. I mean, that was just, you know, it was, it was, a, it was just it was like, wow. Just yeah, wow. real legends. And listen, Red Donnelly was a legend, too. I never watched Channel 9. That was Steubenville. I wanted to know what was going on down here in Wheeling. Again, Channel 7, never that dial didn't move too often. Right. But we're going to talk about tomorrow. So if you have some thoughts, memories of or questions about Channel 7, uh, Brenda will be here and some other folks as well. We'll have some fun talking about their 70th anniversary. And of course, as I said, it's kind of hard for me to believe, but Channel 7 and I are the same age. We, we, we grew up together, if you will. And now we're old people. Channel 7 and me. All right, coming up next hour, as I mentioned, we'll talk with um, uh, uh, Ben Seidler. I wanted to get to a couple of things in this hour. I did not get to them. The deer story up at Ogilvy. Still have some, some thoughts on that I need to get to. A couple more texts coming in actually about food apps. So we'll talk about, no, not appetizers, the apps like on your phone. That's uh, what I want. I want an appetizer. I wouldn't mind a food app. Yeah, let's have some appetizers. Some stuffed mushrooms would be good for me. Oh, you're not feeling well. That probably makes your stomach go oozy, doesn't it? <laughs> anyway, I have a food app uh, uh, text coming in, uh, and I want to talk about Halloween. We'll try and get all of that in somehow, someway in the next hour. But right now, ABC covers the world. It just turns out that. 